Hello, love, and welcome to another episode of the Faith-Based Storyteller Show, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ by sharing the testimony that God has allowed us to experience in life. Thank you for joining me for another Testimony Tuesday, where today we're going to hear from an amazing woman of God who is helping women prepare for motherhood by changing their mindset to the mind of Christ. Miss Octavia Steen. Now, Octavia and I are in a lot of communities together, and I often call her Avi because that's what we call her. But Octavia is a, a fertility coach. She is a mother, and she is an amazing faith-based storyteller who is going out and sharing the mindset that you need to have as a woman to prepare for your first child. So I cannot wait for you to hear her testimony and story today. So without further ado, here is Octavia Steen. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to chat with you today. I am so excited to have you here. I have so many questions. So, so many questions. Like I had four interviews today and I'm happy that we're ending the night with you because I have so many questions. But before I love questions. I mean, well, I'm glad because we're here for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 minutes. Um, but before I get into any of that, please tell the people who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Octavia Steen. I do a lot. <laughs> I'm actually, I have a blog called Mother Mindset that I started before I had children. And in that, I shared my journey with fertility, started sharing on YouTube and to say all that, I became a fertility coach. Um, I help women really uh, overcome negative thoughts, overcome uh, the negative things that come with a longer fertility journey. And I really help them create healthier habits in their fertility journey so that they can conceive and prepare their bodies for healthy babies. And so that's the premise of what I do um, on my coaching side. But you know, the Lord has a whole bunch of other stuff in the, in the works. <laughs> well, I'm hoping we can dive into some of those other things tonight. Um, mm -hmm. But I want to start because I read your bio. Since you're from Michigan? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? I'm from Ypsilanti. Oh, you Ipsy girl. I'm from Southfield. But okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's from Michigan? Who would have thought? Who yeah. would have thought? Um, I want to start because you kind of mentioned this. You started this blog before you became a mother. Do mm -hmm. you believe that motherhood starts with your mindset first? And why did you decide to start this blog before becoming a mother? And how has it kind of evolved over the years? So in regards to the mindset portion, I do believe that mother mindset, I don't technically, you know, I work with women who already are mothers right who have gotten to a point where you know they have birth children and have children earthside but prior to me conceiving you know I had to get into the mindset that you know this is a desire that God has placed on my heart and if this is a desire that God has placed on my heart I'm going to take on the mindset that he wants me to be a mother. Mm -hmm. I would like to be a mother. So I'm going to find my joy in him, right? Because it says delight in the Lord and he'll Amen. give us desires of our hearts. So I'm going to find my delight in him so that I can get that mindset and not really focus on what the enemy is constantly coming mm -hmm. at me, right? And that's, mother mindset was not me. That was the Lord. That was Holy Spirit because I don't even know where that came from. You know what I mean? When you, mm -hmm. when you, name a business something it just that's 
it just like materialized. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Lord, um, other mindset. And, you know, with that, I took on prior, like I had, I had a couple of miscarriages prior mm-hmm. to my, what they call rainbow baby, you know, when you have a baby after miscarriage and I had a few miscarriages and in that season, the Lord was really speaking to me. I was journaling. I was getting my feelings out to him. I was really relying on him to get me through that season because I did have a very long miscarriage. And in that he had to change my mindset. He had to change Mm. some things around. I had to heal from the inside out. And that's how, that's what I do to help women, you know, who are mm-hmm. going through similar things in their fertility journeys. Yep. Wow. I love it. I think yeah. it's interesting um, how you really leaned on the Lord to carry you through that season and having the mother mindset wasn't necessarily you changing your mind, but you taking on the mind of Christ, like mm-hmm. allowing yeah. him to change and renew your mind so that you could step into motherhood. For a lot of women, uh, and you are a fertility doula, um, for a lot of women, when it comes to fertility and when it comes to conception and it comes to motherhood, Mm -hmm. there are so many things we don't know that are so common. And I know miscarriage being one of those, there are so many more women that actually experience a miscarriage than we think. It's more common. So can you speak to some of the things or some of the I'm not going to say practices but some of the mindsets that need to be adopted when you do take on that mindset and you do decide okay I would like to be a mother here's what you should know yeah okay and I want to first start with when I got the baby fever after six months after I got married we just like had this baby fever I saw this this baby in Target and I was like hey I want one of those (laughs) (laughs) And you, and you know, we thought it would be quick. We thought it would be like, okay, well, you know, let's go ahead and we'll start trying. That was February, you know, and June came around. I was like, okay, what's going on? Right. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And I really think that a lot of women um, really miss the factor of charting their cycle. They think that they're charting their cycle or they um, think that they understand their body. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, at that point, I realized that I didn't understand my body at all. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, when I, my first question, when I talk with clients, when I talk with women who are struggling with their fertility journey, I ask them, okay, well, what does your cycle look like? And, you know, how, um, how long is your cycle? I asked all of these cycle-based questions and a lot of women will come back to me and tell me how long their menstrual cycle is, which is, I mean, uh, yeah, kind that's of. What, that's what I was thinking. That's where exactly. my mind was going. Exactly. But a lot okay. of people don't understand that a cycle, you know, it starts from one menstrual to the next menstrual. So day one of your your menstrual cycle to day one of your next menstrual cycle. I'm talking about the oh. complete cycle. Yeah. That women go through, you know, in order to get a kind of basis of what they're going through. And a lot of women kind of that, that changes their mindset as a whole, that changes their mindset. And they're like, Oh, I need to take a deeper look at what's going on with my body. Mm-hmm. Right. Take a deeper look. It's not just about my period. It's not just, you know, uh, about, you know, going, going with my husband every other day, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot deeper than what I'm looking at right now. So, 
you before know, we, okay, before, okay, before we go into fertility, what are some yeah. of those signs that we need to look out for? Like, what, what are we supposed to know about our body? Because as soon as you said your cycle, I'm like, okay, every month around the 15th through the 18th, I'm gonna start, it's gonna be about five to seven days. Like, I could tell you all that, but you're like day one to day one of the next. I'm like, that's a whole month. What, what am I <laughs> supposed to tell you about yeah. my body over the course of a month? Right, right. So there are actually different uh, phases that your body goes through um, in order to prepare for pregnancy each month, unless you're on birth control and you're stopping some of these processes, right? Um, if you're not on birth control, there are certain things that go on in your body that you may not even be aware of. <laughs> but as I mentioned things, you're like, oh yeah, that does happen. Or yeah, that's this does mm -hmm. happen. For example, you know, after your menstrual, right? After your menstrual mm -hmm. cycle, your period, you have um, a portion of your cycle, which is about a week long, maybe a little less than a week where you have discharge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that happens. Mm -hmm. That happens. It's called cervical mucus. That is called your fertile period. That is when you are fertile. You're not fertile any other time of your, of your cycle. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> What exactly? You, you, you yeah. want me to conceive after I done already bled for seven days and went through all the emotions in the world and don't even know who I am and I'm trying to figure out my life. That's when I'm the most fertile. When I'm questioning everything. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's when you're the most fertile. And then those two weeks after, it's called the um, it's called your um, your luteal phase, and that's where implantation happens. So you have your fertile period like that week. And then you ovulate, which you may experience some uh, cramping, you might see a little spotting mm -hmm. or uh, just some women get headaches. And so in the middle of their cycle, right? Mm -hmm. Cramping in the middle of your cycle, they're like, okay, what is this? Is my period yep. about to start again? No, it's ovulation. And so then two weeks goes, goes on. If a baby does not implant, right? If a baby doesn't, is not conceived during that fertile period, then you have two weeks and your period starts again for most women. It just varies. So yeah, there's, it's, it's a lot deeper than that. That's kind of like a, a shallow overview. This is babies for dummies with Michaela. I'm here for it. Like, I need, mean, got it. Yep. I'm here for it. And a but lot I, of women don't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. But as you speak on mm -hmm. it, I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, I do experience cramping. And I'm like, wait a minute. That was like two weeks ago. I was just on my cycle. There's no way that I'm about to start another cycle. Like what? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, please keep, keep educating us. I'm here. Um, And so as far as miscarriages go, a lot of women, like you said, have, you know, experienced miscarriages and a lot of people don't share, right? And mm -hmm. you're talking about sharing your testimony uh in previous a uh, previous podcast episode and uh I was listening to that and I was like wow that is so true I never looked at that scripture in that way where you know Jesus you know rose the third day mm -hmm. and said, you know go and tell the disciples right mm -hmm. and so that you know was a reason why I shared my journey I shared my miscarriage while I was miscarrying because it oh. took 45 days for oh, me wow. to miscarry. And so in that process, you know, I shared my journey and there were so many other women opening up saying, yeah, I've been through this too. Yeah, I've been through this too. I was like, well, where are y'all at? Cause I was here 
on YouTube looking for y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, ain't nobody here. I guess I'll share my story, right? In hopes yeah. to, you know, uh, have get my story out there and you know help somebody else. And um, you know, miscarriage in regards to our cycles. You know, a lot of the times there's just like a imbalance in hormones or um, the baby just did not implant correctly or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's inflammation in the body, things like that. And uh, there's a lot of factors that are unknown, right, when it comes to miscarriages. And there's a lot of factors that are known, but, you know, as Christian women, right, Mm -hmm. there's maybe some things that we need to heal from spiritually. Mm -hmm right? Mm-hmm. Trauma in the past, mm-hmm. you know, that we need healing from in regards to just, uh, you know, whether it was abuse or, mm-hmm. you know, different things that went on. And I talk with, you know, my clients about that as well. Uh, but there's just so many different factors and it's different for each woman because everybody's body is different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I am curious. Um, well, first backstory, right? So I want to have kids. I don't have kids. This is not a pregnancy announcement. If you're listening, it's not a pregnancy announcement. We're not even trying. Don't call me talking about she's ready. Look, chill. Okay. Um, I do. I want to have kids. I believe that the Lord has called me to be a mother. I remember as a child, I would always have a dream and there'd be two babies. So I do think that at some point I'm going to have twins. I'm just claiming it, putting it out there, which I'm cool with. I I volunteer as tribute. It's fine. Um, (laughs) But yes, I want to have kids. And I know growing up, my mother told me about some fertility issues that she had previous to my birth. And Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to say it kind of scared me, but it did kind of make me like, is this a generational thing? Is it passed on from child to, you know, mother to child? Is this something that, you know, is it in the bloodline? Like how, I guess, how do you, how do you know what to look out for based on what our parents may have experienced when it comes to your journey to motherhood or your journey to becoming a parent? Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit, and we just break that generational curse right now. Even there, we break it in the name of in the name of Jesus. Yeah, Holy Spirit, and really, you know, I had trauma in my past, Hmm. and then my my uh, mother had similar trauma, and my grandmother had similar trauma. So I had to break that right after my miscarriage. I had to break that. I was like, well, this miscarriage might be, you know, Mm -hmm. from those traumas. We're just going to sever it right now. It stops with me. Amen. You know? Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit. That's the that's the Amen. answer to that I'm, question. <laughs> she said, she said, we ain't even going to sit here for two minutes. I'm going to cut this right now. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit. That's it. <laughs> sever it at the root. Period. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now, mm-hmm. in Mother Mindset, you started this blog and mm-hmm. it has grown into literally in a digital resource for mothers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Walk me through the journey in starting this blog and how it's kind of flourished over the years and how becoming a mother has then allowed this blog to flourish. Yeah, yeah. So I started just, I love to write. Um, I do some freelance writing as well. And I love to just, I love to write. There's a book in me somewhere, just not right now. You know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a season for another season. Mm-hmm. And um you know I like to write I like to I've always loved to write just when I you know was young I loved to read when I was young I was the child the nerd 
<laughs> following my mom in the grocery store with the book in my hand. That was like, me. That was you too. I would push the cart and read. And, you know, uh, I would read, you know, 300 page books in a day or two, right? Mm -hmm. At eight, like mm -hmm. why? But I wanted to share my journey. I wanted to share what I was going through because, you know, God had just placed that in me to testify, right? Mm -hmm. And so originally it started off as a health and fitness blog <laughs> on my husband's website. Um, okay. And so my husband was a trainer and it started as a health and fitness blog with a little bit of faith in there too. Uh, so I was writing about my faith, writing about health and fitness. And then we, we were going through the season in our fertility journey. And I started, you know, a separate blog uh, writing about that. And really it kind of, kind of blew up when Pinterest, like I was on Pinterest and mm -hmm. that's where I would market my blog. Um, and so I marketed my blog on Pinterest and it just started blowing up out of nowhere. <laughs> Like I had a pen go viral and it's just been like upwards trend since then. And even with that, uh, the pen that went viral was about prayer. Praise mm -hmm. God. It was about Amen. prayer and how I use prayer in my journey, in my fertility journey. And, you know, I, I was talking about Hannah and how she prayed through mm -hmm. right her journey. And in that same, you know, in that same uh, blog post is a video that I did that I did on YouTube about prayer about Hannah and really just took off from there in regards to my YouTube channel you know um, in the blogging and now I have like a hundred 120 something it's probably more than that posts blog posts mm -hmm. I write weekly on there and yeah I, I kind of expanded to really motherhood health and fitness as well um, but mainly fertility, a lot of fertility um, blog posts. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. What I love about you, your story is that prior to any of this, you had a career in nursing. Yeah. How mm -hmm. did your career in nursing prepare you for what God has delivered you into today? Hmm. You know what? I don't think it really has because oh, okay, it okay it has in a way, right? Because okay. God lines up everything for a reason. And the thing is, I have a bachelor's in women's studies. I was okay. have a bachelor's in women's studies, not according to me. Okay, I was supposed to have a bachelor's in nursing. According to me, I, I I was I went into college thinking like I'm about to get my nursing degree, mm -hmm. um, you know I'm about to be an RN from this established university, <laughs> and I'm gonna get all the jobs. Well, the Lord had a different plan. <laughs> I was a hot mess in college, and I and I failed nursing school the first time around. Wow, that's another testimony. I failed nursing school the first time around, and I ended up with a women's studies degree, which now is making nothing but sense. Back uh -huh. then it didn't make sense, right? Back then, 10 years ago, it didn't make sense. Was that 10 years ago? Who chop? I know. Ago, it didn't make sense. <laughs> but, you know, it makes sense now why the Lord had led me down that path. Um, and so after I went to, um, after I got that degree, I actually got my MBA next not nursing 
<laughs> I got my MBA in healthcare management because I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to work somewhere in healthcare, but I want something elevated. Mm-hmm. And then I went to nursing school. <laughs> and so, well, actually, no, I went to nursing school after. I went to nursing school after, never mind. And then I got my MBA after nursing. Anywho, that I say all this to say that, you know, God had a plan in all of that, right? All of it. All of it. Because the job that I had be- prior to quitting and becoming a stay-at-home mom, the job that I had in nursing was a full-time home at home job. Mm. And so I I received that job while dating my husband. We were dating. We were uh like three or four months into dating. He proposed at six months. So okay. we were three, four, four months in, into dating, and I got that job. And in that job, that was a blessing in itself because I had received that job out of nowhere. They saw my LinkedIn profile and called me. Oh wow. Or emailed me and said, you know, we want to we want to set up a call. Mm-hmm. I got that job from LinkedIn. I didn't apply for it. God applied for it for me because that job allowed me to move from my home at home position in Michigan and Mm -hmm. move that position down here to Indiana, Mm -hmm. right? Was it it enabled me to stay home while I still have my, while I have my children, right? Mm -hmm. While I was working on my business, you know, Mm -hmm. 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes uh, at lunchtime, 30 minutes in the evening on my business, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that I could prepare, so that God could prepare me to quit that job. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that worked. <laughs> that's how that was he was so divine. Me. It's oh, yeah. all divine. Like even when you're like, oh yeah, nursing, it didn't really, but it did. I'm sitting here like, girl, it did, because you said you went from women's studies and yeah. the fact that you are a doula, which I want to talk about, but like you went from women's studies. So first off, being a woman, studying what it is we go through, why we process things, what we process, the history of women, the future of women and what women are aiming to do, like women's studies. And then you went to nursing school. So it's like, God was like, okay, first I want you to understand everything that I literally created about you. Yeah. Then I want you to apply that to the body in nursing school. I want you to learn how the body works. And I want you to learn how it functions. Then I want you to go and get an MBA because when it comes to administration and healthcare, you're going to need to speak to those women who are higher up in positions. And those women who are higher up in positions are going to have um, a lot more to give or a lot more that they have been called to do, but don't necessarily know how to do it because they don't know the women's study stuff that I told you. So the fact that like everything has been orchestrated, oh, and by the way, you're going to do this at home. So get ready. Get ready because that's good. That's good. So good. Yes. You're on point. You're like, on point. It's all in alignment. It's all in alignment. And the fact that he also was like, oh, and also there's a job I applied, put your name on. Just just answer the phone. They'll call you. Just right. Just answer. Just, just answer. <laughs> Which is crazy because the first job I got in podcasting was the exact same scenario. Like someone, a recruiter called me because of my resume on indeed like i didn't put my resume on indeed like how'd you get my how'd you get my phone number got and they're like oh yeah we got this podcast production position i'm like well i don't like my job anyway so let's just take an interview and that turned into the whole podcast business so yeah i'm here for this 
Oh, and actually, uh, prior to them calling me for that interview, I was fasting for a new job. Amen. You know, and I did the exact same thing. I did the exact same thing. I tell you, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I I had never really done a fast for myself before. And I remember I fasted for 30 days. Mm-hmm. It was a 30-day fast. And it was because I had joined some online ministry that was fasting. I was like, oh, I'm... A- I'm a joy, you know, see what this is really all about. And at the 30th day is when I got that random call from the recruiters. And I was like, wow, this actually works. And then yeah. at the next time I fasted, it was another opportunity. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow. The Lord is really moving. Like mm-hmm. it, the Bible does say some things don't come except through prayer and fasting. And so the fact that I had incorporated that and you had incorporated that into your routine, sis, come on. Follow the Bible. <laughs> Instructions. Yes. Instructions. Hey there, storyteller. I just want to interrupt this episode really quick to let you know that Faith Audio Network is now open. Faith Audio Network is our community for storytellers like you, storytellers who listen to podcasts like this, storytellers who know they have a voice and they know that God has given them a powerful gift to be able to go out and speak for him, to give him glory. So if you know that you are interested in joining a community that is going to hold you accountable, that is going to pray with you, that is going to intercede on your behalf, and that's going to sharpen your faith, this is the community for you. To learn more and to register, please visit faithaudionetwork.com. That's faithaudionetwork.com. Um, but I love what the Lord is doing in your life. And I love how you are helping women increase their faith by preparing them for motherhood. One mm-hmm. thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that you are a doula. I don't know what that is, but I want one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I always confuse like the difference between a midwife and a doula. And I know that whenever I get pregnant, I want to have like a home birth. It sounds real, you know, you know, we'd be like, this sounds so spectacular. I want to have a home birth and beautiful pictures in the bathtub and I'm at home. And my husband's like, we're going to be at the hospital because you don't like pain. And this is how (laughs) this is going to go. But what is a doula and what's the difference between a doula and a midwife? Okay. So you're thinking birth wise. So I'm not actually a birth doula. Okay. Fertility doula. There's different types of doula. Doula. Okay. A lot of people will revert to the birth doula because that's the most common. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of doulas, a lot of birth doulas are actually certified in like a full spectrum from okay. preconception all the way up to postpartum, sometimes grief. There's grief doulas, um, there's preconception doulas, there's pregnancy doulas, and then birth doulas, postpartum doulas. Huh. So there's a whole, there's a whole list. And so um, the difference between a doula and a midwife, a midwife is usually, um, is usually, uh, certified in regards to like, there's a certified nurse midwife. So you have to be a nurse mm-hmm. in order to be a midwife. Um, some midwives have, uh, medical degrees. Some midwives are nurse practitioners. So there's different levels, but it's mainly, they usually have a degree Got um, it. of educational degree. Um, and for doulas, that is a certification that you can go through for uh, to be a support person during birth. So to help baby get into position, to help uh, mom cope with the pain, things like that. And so that's what um, a lot of birth doulas will do. Now, fertility doulas will help 
with the support during your fertility journey, as well as information and education on how to conceive because it doesn't Got work. It. What doesn't work, you know, fast and easy for a lot of people. And so that's what a fertility doula does is help support them through their preconception process. Got it. Yeah. So how do you, I just learned a whole bunch. I'm sorry. My mind was processing. So <laughs> how do you, or what elements of faith are incorporated into fertility? You know what? I think TTC, which I call it, TTC is trying to conceive, okay. um, fertility, trying to conceive, trying to get pregnant, all the same. I believe that fertility and faith go hand in hand because you don't know, <laughs> right? You don't necessarily mm -hmm. know what's going to happen next in your journey. Like you don't know that if you're going to get pregnant or not, like there's no definite, like, Hey, I had you know, mm -hmm. I see this day, you know, and then in two weeks, I'm going to see a pregnancy test. There's no, you know, ex way to know, but you just like faith, right? Mm -hmm. Unseen, right? Mm -hmm. You have to believe by faith in the unseen. And that's the same thing with, you know, trying to conceive, trying to get pregnant. You just, you have to continue to believe that God is going to do it for you, but you also have to put a little work in, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, I, I tell my clients, you know, you have to put the work in, in regards to charting your cycle or put the work in, in regards to eating a healthy diet. You know, if you're mm -hmm. struggling with imbalance of hormones, you got to work to balance those hormones out, right? Faith without works is dead. Just yeah. trying to conceive without works is dead. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't not get with your husband and then expect to conceive at the end of the month, right? Mm -hmm. so, gotta do a little work <laughs> mm -hmm. I I am here for it I'm here for the practice we ain't here for the babies yet but I'm here for the practice yes, yes. <laughs> I love yeah. it one of the things that you have is the fertility mindset mentorship mm -hmm. and you talk a lot about how mentoring and community like establishing a community for women really helps women um, not just on their fertility journey, but finding peace and overall holistic health and wellness and just loving who they are and who God created them to be. Can you talk to us about the mentorship and what that kind of looks like for women who are seeking fertility, a fertility doula? doula, doula. <laughs> yeah. So I have um, my mentorship. It's called the Fertility Mindset Mentorship. And it's really a place for women um, because there are, there are a lot of support groups out there. Um, mm -hmm. it, find them, you know, on Facebook or uh, different uh, coaches that have programs, different fertility coaches that have programs. And what I found that there, you know, there wasn't a community for women of faith, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's just a huge part of what I do. And so in the fertility mindset mentorship, um, I have a three-part process where I help women surrender their journey over to God, change their mindset to that mother mindset, and then prepare their bodies for pregnancy. And so in that three-part process, um, inside of the Fertility Mindset Mentorship, I actually have a platform, um, kind of like a course platform that they uh, can go through, but we also have the support group um, the, you know, private support group where I post daily encouragement. I post daily, um, you know, just tips on fertility. Um, we go live. We actually just had our first prayer call uh, where we went on Zoom and we we're just praying um, over, you know, 
their fertility journeys. And then we also uh, have a resource library. So I have all everything, mostly everything I've ever created for my clients or, you know, devotionals, um, you know, meal plans, things like that inside of their fertility, of the fertility resource library. So they can go in there and grab, uh, say they want to start journaling their fertility prayer prompts in there, or maybe they, they need an idea for, um, a fertility friendly recipe. They can go in there and, and find some recipes. So, um, I'm really creating this huge, just resource for women, um, who, you know, may not, have the funds or, you know, the, um, money to invest in a, a coach that is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a coach that does one-on-one and, but, or has a course, right. Mm-hmm. That is more than their budget at the point, at this point. And so it's really just a place for women to get that educational information, but also the support that they need. Amen. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's interesting, surrender, change, and prepare. A lot of times when coaches or entrepreneurs or um, teachers, you know, create these, this, uh, what do you call it? Not like a formula, but, you know, like this, this framework. Yes. When you create this framework, it's usually rooted in your own personal experience. So I'm curious, how did you have to surrender, change, and prepare yourself in order to step into this call? I love this question because it reminds me of what God did for me and I'm going to cry. Oh my goodness. Don't, don't make me cry. Um, (laughs) And so in my journey prior, I think I was um, 11 months in maybe 11 months. Yeah. 11 months into uh, my fertility journey, like actively trying to get pregnant. And I was just, I was like stuck. I was like, Lord, what is going on? Like, I, I went into prayer and I was like, Lord, I just want a sign. I just need you to give me a sign, just any sign, just give me a sign about what's going on. And then the next month, um, or leading up to that month, the next month, he had me do journaling every morning. He had me waking up at 5 a.m. I am not a morning person, but he had me waking up at 5 (laughs) a.m. to spend time with him before work. And so I woke up at 5 a.m. each morning and journaled. Just I was just writing to him. I called it my journaling to Jesus. I was just writing to him, just sharing my feelings, sharing what was going on. And in that process, he was really taking the time to heal my heart mm-hmm. um, and heal uh, what I was going through in my journey. And two weeks after I started journaling, um, this has this has relevance, the two-week part. Uh because it was two weeks after my the day one of my cycle, which would have been around ovulation for me. Mm-hmm. I was I was on my way to church. So on my way to church, and I think we were having some type of revival service or some type of service in the evening because my husband wasn't with me. I was in the car by myself. And I think he was meeting me at church from work. And so I was going to church and I was like probably five minutes, maybe less than five minutes away from my church. I, I remember exactly where, where I was. Our church is in the hood. So it's across the street from this gas station. And it was this light. And I was at the light, just praising God. I had the worship music going, praising God. I'm that person who will blast, you know, the Kirk Franklin. I'll mm-hmm. blast whatever I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. I'm a blast. 
I don't care who's around blasting my music. <laughs> I it in the world. I'm going to do it now. Okay. I know that's right. <laughs> and so I was blasting my worship music and I was just praising God and singing. I can't sing, but I was praising God and singing. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just overcame my body, <laughs> just overtook me. And I was like in tears and I heard the word open. And I automatically oh. knew what that meant, that my womb was open, and that I was ready to receive what the Lord had for me. Two weeks later, I had a positive pregnancy test. Oh, so, and then, and then I started to miscarry. But oh. in that, I had peace though. In that, mis that first miscarriage, I had peace because I knew that I had asked God just for a sign right oh. but now I knew what I need to do right I need to give I needed to surrender that over to him surrender my journey over to him and that was that surrendering part that was the surrendering part and then Jeez, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> okay yeah and then I had to change my mindset right I had to change <laughs> you know my mindset in in journaling that that process was happening because that's not an overnight thing the mm -hmm. mindset not an overnight thing and so mm -hmm. I, I started to continue to journal changing my mindset and I got pregnant again a month later without a period in between and so uh in that second pregnancy I actually started I, I was um I went to for ultrasounds they didn't see a baby on the ultrasound they said come back you know a week or two went back still no baby so it ended up being what they call a blighted ovum um which is when a um, egg implants, but a, a fetus, a baby doesn't develop. And okay. so I went through that. And in that process, I did not start to miscarry right away. And so I actually was about uh, 10 weeks along before I actually started to miscarry in that, in that miscarriage. And in that process, like who the Lord was working mm -hmm. on my mindset, he was working through me. And in that changing my mindset during that journey, because it was 45 days, that, mm -hmm. that process took 45 days. Um, he really started to work on my mind during my journal, because I was still journaling. It wasn't every day, like I was prior, mm -hmm. but I was, I was working on it. I was trying, I was trying, Lord. And in that process, I, I remember one journaling day where it says, there is no amount of blood that I can shed that you know wasn't shed on the cross for me right mm -hmm. and so I had to take on what I was currently going through because it didn't compare to what Jesus did on the cross oh. currently going through any type of testimony you know any, any type of struggle that we're going through it doesn't compare to what Jesus went through on the cross mm -hmm. and that was steadily changing my mindset you know during that process and towards the end of um towards the end of that process, the, the 45 day miscarriage, I um, just started to hear more from the Lord. And he started to speak to me about, you know, just the different things that I was putting into my body, you know, the foods that he wanted me to eat, the, you know, he wanted me to exercise more because I wasn't very consistent. Like he was just speaking into, you know, my, my life, the lifestyle changes that I mm -hmm. need to make order to prepare my body for pregnancy and so in that process I went through a 21 day challenge my husband helped me you know because he's a personal trainer he helped me with exercises uh I got or I got a fitness nutrition specialist 
um, mm-hmm. certification so that I can learn more about my nutrition that they didn't teach in, you know, uh, nursing school. And so I really just educated my, myself about preparing my body. And in my miscarriage ended in June, the first week of June. Um, and I conceived my uh, rainbow baby, Ava. She's now, oh my goodness, almost four uh, in July. So yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a powerful testimony. And even just, I find it not even coincidental that you went through that 21 day challenge when in biblical times, it was the 21 day fast that Daniel went through in order to get the breakthrough that he needed to save his people. Like, it's like, God just orchestrates everything so beautifully and just how he, okay, first off open. (laughs) I know you said that the book is in a different season of your life, but I'm going to need the book to be titled open and I'm going to need your story in detail. I love that. I love that. I'm going to need your story in detail because what the Lord is doing and has done through the power of your testimony, I, like I said, we ain't trying, we ain't talking about it, but now I'm over here. Like, I just want to make sure that I am rooted in the word Mm -hmm. and able to discern the voice of God so that I can receive the type of just blatant direction that he has given you on this journey. Yeah. Like even just the mindset, like I know he birthed mother mindset in you just because of how you speak of him. Like there is no second guess, no doubt, no thought that God did not put that vision in you before you became a mother, before you began helping mothers with fertility, before you began helping mothers with their health, that God was like, I, I've, already, I've already made you a mother. And now I just need you to walk through this process to become on earth a mother, but we're asking for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I'm blessed by your story. Oh, amen. Amen. Remember God goes before us, you know, mm-hmm. we share our testimony. Like you said in that previous mm-hmm. uh, episode, we share our testimony, but God goes before us, you know, mm-hmm. he said that he was going to meet them there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just wanted to meet Jesus where he, where he wanted me to, to show up, you know, I just got to be obedient. Right. Amen. I'm just learning how to walk in obedience. That's, that's all I desire to do. Amen. Amen. You over here quoting my episodes and I'm like, dang, that's good. Who said that? <laughs> that's you. That's what you said. You do stuff and you'd be like, Did I say that? praise the Lord. It's in, don't listen to the episode. Y'all. I'm gonna put it somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. Here share your testimony. <laughs> Absolutely. The power of your testimony has the power to heal and transform so many lives. And so I'm so blessed by the fact that you were able to share it with here, us with wow words, to share your testimony here with us today. Exactly. Uh, I can tell you, where can people find you? Yeah. So I am mothermindset.com. That is my blog, mothermindset.com. Um, where you can find, you know, different pieces on trying to get pregnant, you know, whole guide on how to, how to conceive. Um, and I also have a YouTube channel, which I, I do some motherhood vlogging. Uh, and that is just my name, Octavia Steen, um, on YouTube. And yeah, that's where they can find me. They can find all my links there on my website. I love it. Do you have any words for the people out there who may be desiring motherhood but may not even know where to start yeah the thing is start with yourself 
you know, start with, you know, if you're currently charting your cycle, right? Look a little deeper into what that actually means, not just charting, hey, my period started this day and ended this day. Don't end mm-hmm. there. Go throughout the, you know, look at the different types of symptoms you may be having throughout the month and chart those as well. Um, and so, yeah. And if you need help, I actually have also a free mini course on my website. So if they need some help, they can go to my, the main page of my website has that free mini course that they can take to learn more about their body. Well, look, y'all, she said, start with yourself. So go take that course, mothermindset.com. I will have all the links down below. If yeah. you're listening, it'll be in the description. Go find it. Um, because what you're doing is just so amazing. It's it's just so amazing. Uh, before I let you go, I have three questions that I like to end every interview with. And you can just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. You ready? All right. All right. Question number one, what does it mean to you to be about your father's business? obedience it means to be obedient to what he's called me to be what he's called me to do um I don't know what scripture what uh scripture verse it is um but it says that um those who hear the word blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it meaning you're blessed when you hear it but you also have to be obedient to it amen I love it question two what are you grateful for in this season of your life I am grateful. Hmm. I'm grateful for so much. I am grateful for alignment. Hmm. I'm grateful that God has aligned me in a way where even though I was a hot mess express back in college, that he aligned everything up for this moment, for this season right now that I'm currently going through. And I know that there's going to be greater, like there's going to be elevation in the future, but I'm grateful for where I'm at right now, because if I'm not, if I don't stay in this gratefulness, right. In this, in this gratefulness, I won't have peace. Mm, Amen. Amen. I love it. So how do you, Octavia Steen, sharpen the women in your life? I sharpen women um, by encouraging them in the word of God and allowing them, letting them know that their experiences are in the word of God. There's a woman or a story in the Bible that they can glean from in order to uh, receive inspiration or encouragement that they need in the current season that they're in. That's Mm. That's how I sharpen other women. Amen. Xavier, thank you for your obedience. Thank you for allowing the Lord to order your steps. Thank you for being a hot mess express because sis, we needed that journey to take place so that we could experience who you are today. Um, And just thank you for reaching out to other women and helping other women in their fertility journey, not just from an educational point of view, but also from a spiritual point of view, because I know a lot of what we go through is more spiritual than anything. So thank you so much. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me.
All right, loves, wasn't that phenomenal? If you want to connect with Ivy, you want to know about her fertility coaching, you want to be uh, to read her blog, you want to be in her community, please make sure you visit the description box below. All of her information is going to be there. Know that God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So that mother mindset that Ivy was talking about, the way that you can change your mindset to bring things into being, literally the Lord has given us the power to see things, to envision things that can come to pass if we believe. So make sure you protect your mind. If this episode resonates with you, please like, comment, and subscribe. It definitely would mean the world. And until next time, loves, I appreciate you for lending me your ears. Always remember and always keep in mind that God loves you and so do I. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.